Hi, my name is Nikki. My name is Charlie. And you're listening to Bed Crime Crime Stories, Stories. a weekly true crime podcast where we pour ourselves a drink and take turns telling each other the stories that keep us up at night. (sighs) Well, Nikki, you are starting us off this evening with our true crime headlines. Yes. So my first one this week is from Oxygen. I don't know if y'all heard this one, though. This is from May 7th, 2021. Minnesota woman accused of driving SUV through cemetery amid ex-boyfriend's funeral. Oh, my gosh. No, I haven't heard that one. Really? Yeah. Um, so it says Blair. Uh, you almost said Blair Witch, didn't you? No. no uh, her, is that like you were like Blair Witch? Blair Witch. Yeah, she did. Her last name is Witten. Mm. Mm. Faces one count of misdemeanor reckless endangerment after the incident at Fargo, North Dakota Cemetery on Saturday. It says... A Minnesota woman who allegedly made harassing posts about her ex-boyfriend's death was arrested after driving her vehicle through the cemetery at his funeral service was taken um, for his funeral service that was taken last weekend. So it says, I guess, I guess they, she just started driving through. Wow. Yeah. So. Girl. Do you want to see a picture? Kind of, yeah. (laughs) Oh, girl. Let me see. Yeah, so man, I guess her, the family didn't want her at the funeral service. Well, she showed up. So she showed up aggressively, but she so. showed up. Jesus, Yeesh. yeah. So that's my first story. I hit a burp. Did you get that? Yes. Okay. Char- Charlie's not the only one that gets the good burps in. I, no, I don't burp. I make weird throat noises. Throat noises. Though the episode, what episode was it? Um, it was the Bobbit episode with oh. the giant sneeze towards the end. I didn't realize that I made that gigantic sneeze. <laughs> I was listening to it today and all of a sudden it's like, bleh, bleh. I'm like, oh my God, I am a scream sneezer. <laughs> I didn't realize I was such a bad scream sneezer. Yes, I said that right. When we were moving out of, my boyfriend and I recently moved and the house that we were living in had really high ceilings and all tile. So like there was no absorption of any sound whatsoever. And one of the last days that we were there, he and I were in the house cleaning up and doing whatever. There was nothing in the house. And I sneezed. It was so fucking loud and reverberated, reverberated off of every single wall. And he's looking at me and I'm like, my God, I'm a loud sneezer. <laughs> like, I just don't think I ever really, really realized it. It was obnoxious. And then it was immortalized forever on the Bobbit episode of me scream sneezing in the middle of a sentence. So I was like, so by the way, and anyway, so blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. Incredible. Okay. Continue, Nikki. I want to hear your second headline, please. Okay. So the next one that I saw, and I know that you, you, I know how you feel about this. Oh gosh. And I know that I feel separately than the way that you feel. Oh no. But this was released uh, May 11th, 2021 on Oxygen. And it says FBI releases a file of inquiries into Kurt Cobain's suicide. Oh, yeah. I have very different feelings than you do on this. Yeah. I don't want to. Well, I'm sure everybody can kind of figure out what my opinions are on this. If my opinions are different than most people's. But I don't want. Don't at me, bro. <laughs> I, just, let's, I, I totally. I totally think that someone else did it. But it basically states. 
Um, last month with no announcement, the Bureau released the file via the Vault, its Freedom of Information database. Within the file are letters calling on the FBI to open a federal investigation into Cobo- uh, Cobain's death, uh, with one claiming his killer is still out there. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, when I saw this, I was like, I got really excited, but I knew you would probably be like, eh. I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. So, I mean, also, I'm like, do we have all the information that's actually... No, we absolutely don't. Because, okay, let's put it this way. Playing devil's advocate, if something did happen and he was legitimately murdered, you know, if that's what you want to believe, there's no way that there's enough information out there. To oh. actually be able to bring anybody to justice, is, if, I can't talk today, to bring somebody to justice, if that is the case. So, uh, again, I'm not saying if there is enough evidence that maybe somebody, there was foul play, then yeah, you absolutely should look into it and oh, yeah. run the, you know, correct See, tests and investigation. But if, you know, I don't know. There's just some lyrics out there from someone that it just, they don't. They just don't. Just doesn't add up for you. Just does it. I was like, are you trying to say something yeah. there? Well, okay, but then I also have a, I also have an opinion on that, too. If you think there's something there, you're going to hear what you want to hear. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, whatever we're alluding to, if you think that that's what they're talking about, you're going to hear the context clues to that, if that's what you think that they're talking about. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm not doubting yeah. you. I don't listen to her music, There's, so I don't... Oh, no, I just... I listened to that one... I'm not a big fan of her music, but mm-hmm. I listened to that one song because that was one of the things when it came out mm-hmm. that people had commented on, and I was just like, shit. Like, it's just like one of those things that you listen to, and you're like, I could, I could see it. I mean, hey, people thought forever that Paul McCartney... <laughs> actually, people still to this day think Paul McCartney is dead. So, Are you serious? Yeah, they think that the person who is Paul McCartney now is actually a person who was hired. People think that about Avril Lavigne, too. Yes, I have heard that, too. Yes, but people think that Paul McCartney is actually not legitimately Paul McCartney because you guys have heard um, I Am the Walrus, Goo 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 Okay, so that was from the Sgt. Pepper album. We're going to go off on like a weird tangent here. So that's from the Sgt. Pepper album, and there was, if you listen to it backwards, it says Paul is dead in the lyric you're listening to it backwards and how many drugs were taken when somebody was listening to it backwards is also the question i want to know but people think that paul mccartney is dead he is the walrus goo goo and that now there is a person who just happened to resemble paul mccartney living as paul mccartney because he actually is dead and it's like this huge conspiracy since the 60s what yeah so, but again, going back to what we were saying about, obviously, Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain, yeah. if you believe that Courtney Love killed Kurt Cobain and you listen to her music and you think that that's the truth, you're going to hear in the music yeah. clues that point to the fact that she killed Kurt Cobain. Just I don't, like... I don't think that she herself did it. You think that she had somebody kill him? I think... Just a little bit back. I think that it... there. I mean, I think that there was a lot of reasons mm-hmm. as to, like what would make someone want to kill him because there was a lot of there was a lot of things that were happening at that time too gotcha so that's where i'm just like this has always been a case since i was like an early teenager Mm -hmm. who was like very obsessed there was like this there was this website online called who killed kurt cobain.com i wonder if it's still even around jovi can you look 
People I was like, I need, I need more information. That's where I feel like I need. Well, similar to that. So kind of hearkening back to my mm. last, my last story, my last story that we, we published was the story of uh, Chris Benoit and yeah. him, um, the murder. No, it's not suicide. there anymore. Man, oh, they had like, no, they literally have Somebody like. Somebody didn't pay the fee. Maps of like his apartment and like just certain things that were just did not align. I'm one of those people. I I will always. Yeah. But yeah, no, like that, that's weird too. Yeah. So there's the theory that WWE had something to do with the death of Chris Benoit and his family. So I'm just going to throw this out there. I actually, while I love professional wrestling and I enjoy watching WWE, I have very strong feelings of dislike towards the CEO and president of WWE. Um, he She'll remain nameless because he's kind of like Voldemort in my eyes. Um, well, I can, mm, I could see it being true if only Chris Benoit was the only one who died, or even if it was Chris and Nancy who died, I cannot in a million year, million years, no matter how much I dislike Vince McMahon, ugh, no matter how much I dislike Vince McMahon, believe that he would have a little boy killed i'm sorry i I just can't believe it so the one thing that keeps popping up on all of my true crime headline things that i look up like oxygen and people are people killing dogs and that shit upsets me so much i feel like if someone could kill dogs they could totally kill a little boy well yeah but i don't think vince mcmahon's ever killed a dog do you know oh my god did he i don't know maybe oh okay no no no. you said like did you know i'm like did he did you know no well, I don't know. I hate people. I hate Sorry. people. All right, like Charlie. I, like I said a couple of weeks ago, I don't remember what episode it was, but people, they're not great. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. They're so. Not great. Okay. So. I'm very excited because Charlie has a story for us, and I don't think I've ever heard this. I am also really excited to tell this story because if you are following us on Instagram, you may already have a clue as to what story I'm going to be doing this week because... Uh, we actually put up a poll on our Instagram asking you, the listeners, to vote on the next story that I was going to write and read for you all this evening. Um, well, in the future, and it just happens to be this evening. So, <laughs> congratulations, it's this evening. So, I wanted to thank everybody for voting in the poll. The um, At the request of the listeners tonight, I'm going to be telling you all about the story of Amanda Taylor, also known as the selfie killer. So, um, my sources this week are actually only from two places, True Crime Daily and Medium.com. Ooh. Um, I will tell you, this is a fairly recent story. And while there is a lot of information available, mm-hmm. it's basically the same information over and over again. So, it's the story is very straightforward. Partially because she was very straightforward about what she did. So it's not a lot of investigation. It's not a lot of finding secrets out, things of that nature. So let's get into it. The story of how Amanda Taylor, only 24 years old when she committed the crime that gave her the famous moniker, the selfie killer, went from a happily married mother of two to life in prison is very quick, but very tragic. 
So she and her husband, Rex, um, actually met when they were only in ninth grade, and they remained inseparable through their teenage years. Amanda and Rex bonded over their difficult childhoods. They both grew up in very tumultuous households. Um, And they also bonded over their shared love of horror movies and their fascination with serial killers, murder, and the macabre. Amanda was so obsessed with serial killers that she fantasized about becoming one herself. And she would often talk to Rex about her desire to one day commit a murder. The two wind up getting married at 19 years old, and they wound up having two kids, a boy and a girl. So by 2014, the Taylor's lives would be completely turned upside down. So during his childhood, part of what made Rex's childhood so difficult, um, he was introduced to drugs at a very early age from his father, Charlie. So Charlie Taylor um, introduced his son to drugs, opioids, specifically pills, etc. So Chuck Taylor? Chuck Taylor, like the shoe. Oh! So I'm going to say something really dumb. Yeah. Um, the TV show One Tree Hill. Yeah. There's a there's a character in uh, the show One Tree Hill named Skills, Skills Taylor. And his dad is named Charles Taylor. And the one character Nathan points out, he's like, so Chuck Taylor. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's very funny. Anyway, Charlie Taylor, not Chuck Taylor, not the shoe. And also not the father of Skills Taylor from One Tree Hill. Um, so Charlie Taylor, like I said, introduced Rex to drugs at a very young age. And Rex's dependence on drugs more specifically opiates, like I said, would grow more and more severe as Rex aged and got older. So Amanda would plead with Rex to stop the drug addiction or to seek help, but his addiction led to actually wound up leading to their separation. So they did separate because of his drug addiction. Rex wound up uh, moving in with his father, Charlie, which bad news bears. So, In August of 2014, Amanda was devastated by the news that Rex had hanged himself in his father's shed and died by suicide. Something inside Amanda completely snapped and set in motion the events of our story. In her grief, Amanda placed all the blame over Rex's death squarely on Charlie's head. So she claimed that since Charlie was the one who had been enabling Rex's drug addiction for all these years, he alone was responsible for the actions that Rex took that ended his life. And she quotes, she she said, quote, I just wanted him to feel the pain that I felt. This is what she said to investigators later on. Like I said, this was August of 2014. Eight months later, in April of 2015, Amanda called on a friend whose name was Sean Ball. And Sean was a man who she knew she was friends with this guy and he was in love with Amanda. He had these unrequited feelings of, you know, love for Amanda that obviously she did not return. Hence the word unrequited because that's literally the definition. Anyway, so she calls on Sean to help her, right? To, to set on her mission to become the serial killer that she always wanted to be. Sean told Amanda that he had served in the special forces in the Navy and that he had killed in combat so that he was ready to like be her partner in this. But none of this was actually true. So in reality, Sean was this incredibly shy person. He was super easily manipulated by by anything uh, Amanda would say. And all he wanted to do was impress her and wanted to get her to believe whatever he said and wanted her to also believe that he also had this desire to kill. 
On April 4th, 2015, heavily armed with weapons and ammunition stolen from a relative, Amanda and Sean drive over to Charlie Taylor's home. This all is taking place in Virginia, by the way. I know I didn't mention that, but um, they drive over to Charlie Taylor's home in Ironto, Virginia. They enter his home at precisely 3.27 p.m., a time that is significant to Amanda because it's the combination of hers and Rex's birthdays. Um, Amanda and Charlie began to talk, and when Charlie brings up Rex, Amanda decides, okay, this is it. He He brought up Rex. It's on. So Amanda, using a bayonet, stabbed Charlie 31 times. Yes, where does one get a bayonet? What the fuck is a bayonet? <laughs> so a bayonet is from like Revolutionary War guns that have the sword on the end. The <gasps> oh, sword that's is what the bayonet. that's called. Yeah, the holy end shit. Of a yes, I like I like nice, how we both had questions about the nice bayonet. Ham- nice Hamilton reference. Um, yes. So because all of these weapons were stolen from family members, so I'm guessing somebody probably collected old weapons, and she's like, I guess I'll stab this guy with a probably bayonet. So pissed if I had like this. Like stork, like one literally did something so stupid. Yeah, like you stole my historic weapon to kill somebody, and you use the bayonet. So Amanda, using a bayonet, stabs Charlie thirty-one times. So Charlie starts to scream as one does when they're being stabbed by a bayonet, and he actually like reached up for Amanda and grabbed her hair. And as he's grabbing at her, Sean comes in and takes a tire iron that he had hidden in his pants and starts to swing it at Charlie's head. And he wound up killing Charlie by hitting him in the head and actually delivered the, like the final blow, if you will. Yeah. There it is. There was the weird throat noise. Okay. So as Charlie's body lay on the couch, slumped over and covered in blood, Amanda stands in front of his body and snaps a selfie, holding the bayonet also covered in Charlie's blood. She then posts the photo to Instagram and also sent a copy of the photo to a woman who ran a true crime blog and asked her to publish the photo on her blog. Please don't do that to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please don't. Yeah, for real. We we will not aid in a bet. I'm going to do exactly what this blogger did, which was refuse and then immediately notify the authorities. Just FYI. Did she have a smile on her face? Oh, like legit, like duck lip selfie with the bloody gun. Oh. Yeah. Like, yes, chills, like creepy creep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So Amanda and Sean leave Charlie Taylor's home. They gas up the car. They get more ammunition and they begin their drive south from Virginia towards North Carolina. So when they're in the car, Amanda posts another photo to her Instagram page, this time of a revolver in her lap with the caption, quote, all right, it's about that time. I'm going to find my husband in hell and finally be at peace. So that night, Amanda and Sean sleep at a motel in Tennessee. And when they wake up, Amanda decides it's time for them to find their next victim. So Sean starts to have some second thoughts about their plan. He's not obviously all in on becoming serial killers, but Amanda was not about to stop after killing Charlie. That was kind of just the tip of the iceberg for her. So she was determined to keep on going because she like felt, okay, I did it. I've, I've started. Now I don't want to stop. The two of them stop at a rest stop along the Blue Ridge Parkway, and she sees two women in the distance and tells Sean that the two young women were going to be their next targets. She tells Sean that she's going to befriend the two women, get them over to the car, and then Sean would shoot them and rob them. 
can I just say, you could do cocaine and it'd probably give you the same adrenaline. <laughs> For real. Like, please yeah. don't go kill random people on yeah. vacation. Oh, I know. So Sean refuses. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm done. I'm hard pass. No, thanks. So Amanda looks at Sean, who had just gone from being her accomplice to her enemy and says, quote, I want you to know before you die that I used you for your guns and your car. And I hope you die. She then she then shoots Sean in the face and left him there alone on the side of the road. But before getting in the car, she snaps a a picture of Sean's face. Wait, so those two girls, did they hear the gun go off? It doesn't seem like they did. They seem to be a fair, Uh, like a distance away. Um, Judging by the story that I read, it also could have been that they started to drive and then got out of the car Uh, and this happened on the side of the road. But yeah, she shoots him in the face. He falls to the ground. She takes a picture of his face and then gets in the car and drives away. As she drives, she starts to look for her next victim. This is like all she's doing is just looking for the next person to kill. So in the meantime, as she's looking for somebody, she calls the true crime blogger and asks her for advice. Right. So again, don't, don't yeah. call us. No, 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 no. Friends. Phone, phone unlisted, please. Thanks. No, thanks. Um, unbeknownst to Amanda, police were already tracking her movements based on surveillance at the gas stations that she was stopping at. And also through the information that was provided from the true crime blogger. And so, well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't say that it was it was gas station stuff, but yeah, like well, yeah. legit for real. But I'm like, this day and age, people are worried about vaccines, and your phone is more. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I said, she was being tracked through the surveillance at the gas stations and through the information that was provided by the true crime blogger. She was still on the phone with this blogger when she was pulled over and arrested. Yeah. So the police take her in, they get her back to the station and in the interrogation room, Amanda behaves as if like nothing's happened. Like she's just like, yeah, whatever. And like is very flippant about everything. So she's sitting there, she's drinking a soda, she's playing with her hair. She waved her right to remain silent. So she's telling like spilling the beans, telling them everything that happened. And like I said, just kind of like playing with her hair like, yeah, and then we did this and then I did this, blah, 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 blah. She finds out during the questioning that Sean is actually not dead. He survived the shooting because the bullet passed through his jaw and passed out. Um, but he passed out because it was painful. Well, yeah. Like he didn't actually die, which he is probably awesome. went into fucking shock. Yeah. So Amanda tells the investigators that if she has the choice, she would choose to be given the death penalty. She says, quote, if I kill people, I deserve to die too. But shockingly, in like a weird twist, Amanda actually winds up pleading not guilty and she goes to trial. It takes the jury only 30 minutes to convict Amanda guilty on first degree murder and she was sentenced to life in prison. Sean copped a plea deal um, agreeing to plead guilty in exchange for a 60 year sentence, which could be suspended after 41 years. Um, and in, in an, and in an interview conducted from prison, Amanda states, quote, I have absolutely no remorse for what I did to Charlie Taylor at all. I did exactly what I wanted to do. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy. I've never heard the story. That's I feel like cuckoo. I like I wanted to like keep being like <laughs> keep closing your jaw. I'm I like, know. the fuck? It's crazy. I, and it's recent. It's really recent. What year? 2015. Okay. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think his dad, I mean, I could I could see why. Like so I get why you place the blame on the dad. I yeah. get it. I get why you place the blame on the dad. I can understand why. And actually, in the articles that I read, they were doing interviews with, like, friends of theirs. Yeah. And even the friend, one of their friends was like, oh, no, Charlie 
totally is to blame for why Rex went down the path that he went. Nobody's yeah. nobody's denying that. But everything else, I'm like... Mm. But everything else, like, that's yeah. all you, girl. Like, yeah. that is the wrong way to go about it. That is not the way that you deal. Like, it's just... Her mom was quoted in one of the articles of being like, as soon as Rex died, she just... She didn't ever actually grieve. Just, like, the light went out in her eyes. Like, she just... she changed she completely turned into a different person and then these poor children and now these poor kids boy and a girl are now left without two parents because one is unfortunately deceased and the other is in jail for the rest of her life for because they killed their grandfather killing their grandfather yeah so yeah so that is the crazy fucked up redonkulous story of amanda taylor the selfie killer so you guys asked for it Damn. <laughs> you get what you wish for. But yeah, that's the story. Morning that Glory. Good, that was a good one. It's good. It was it yeah. was short. And like I was I was telling Jovi before you got here, Nikki, that it's a short story because it like burned out so quickly. Like she snapped. Well yeah. It happened in the matter of like I think all the events of the story, maybe over three days, was like the drama of the story. And then it was done. She went to jail. She admitted all of it. She's in jail at the end. Like there's not a lot of detail because there was no big investigation. We knew she did it. She admitted she did it. She had photographs of her finishing the acts that she committed. It's just, it's insane. It's crazy. So yeah, Amanda Taylor, self killer. (sighs) But anyway, so yeah, crazy story. Good job. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. Well, I just made a weird throat noise. Yay! Weird throat noises unite. I don't know if I don't know if you got it, but it, it happened. I was weird. It did you just leave it in? Yeah. People we, can appreciate us. People can as appreciate. We are. It. Hey, we're all human here. We all make weird throat noises. All right, guys. Well, that does it for us for this week's episode of Bed Crime Stories. <laughs> I almost forgot the name of our podcast. Podcast. What is wrong with me today? I am so tongue tied. I'm not even like that tired. I'm just super tongue tied. I forgot the name of my podcast. It's not even a word. It's just been a little bit. It's just crazy. I don't know what it is. We've we're Sorry. out of practice. We're rusty. Oh my god! I didn't yawn. Does that make me a sociopath? You didn't yawn. Yeah. Guys, if you to be called a sociopath, <laughs> I'm like trying to make myself yawn. I'm like tired, tired, tired. <laughs> uh, anyway, sometimes you just don't. Yeah. All right, guys. So that will do it for us here for this week's episode of Bed Crime Stories. Um, thank you all so much for listening. You know that we love you all very, very much. Yes. Please do not forget to like, subscribe, uh, rate, review, wherever you listen to the podcast. Please um, leave some reviews on please. Apple Podcasts. Yeah. I would really like to, you know, I check every every week. Mm-hmm. We like to see what you guys have to say. We'd love to get the feedback. And the more that you guys review and rate, the more people will learn about bed crime stories. So, you know, spread the and love. If, if you don't like us, then you can send us a, a DM and let us know why. Yeah, send us an email. Don't put it in the review because that's just rude. <laughs> just let us know what we can change about yeah. ourselves. Just kidding. Don't. No. Don't do that. I'm not changing for nobody. All right. Um, so you can find us on socials, uh, bed crime stories on Instagram and Twitter. TikTok is hopefully coming soon. Once we get it up and running, we will share it on the Instagram. So that way you guys know where to find us on the TikToks. Let's be honest. Uh, I, I'm running the TikTok. Nikki's running the TikTok. Hopefully you know who I am by now. But, uh, I'm not as young as I thought I was. Mm. So I'm trying guys. Yeah. We have a TikTok. 
but yeah. there's just not nothing there yet. Yeah, it exists. You can find it, and it's bed crime stories. It right? is, yeah. Okay, so the so TikTok is bed crime us. stories. You can follow us. Get ready because maybe content is content is coming soon. Nikki realizes but. that she's not that good at lip syncing as other people are. Mm, gotcha. That's a really a talent. Really is. Yeah. Bed crime stories on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Find us and follow us um, and be ready for some great content hopefully coming your way. You can also email us at bedcrimestoriespod at gmail.com. We still have only um, had one email submission for a listener request. So, you know, you can DM us on Instagram. So you can, you know, slide into our DMs. No dick pics, though. That means you, John Wayne Bobbitt. I won't see any of that. Franken dick. (laughs) All right. Bed crime stories pod at Gmail. Bed crime stories on Instagram, Twitter, and Tic Tacs. We love you all very much. Rate, review, subscribe. Smash that like button. Welcome to our channel. All those good things that the creators say on the YouTubes. Um, okay, I'm going insane. And we appreciate you all. Thank you so much for listening. We cannot wait to see you next week. But until then, sweet Be dreams. dreams. That was insane behavior. Our theme song is the song Industrial Music Box by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by backslash 3.0.